What if it's not too late? What if you truly can retire confidently? I'm Telton W. Hall, certified financial planner and best-selling author of The Secure Solution, creating a high-quality retirement in a low-interest rate world. My team and I have engaged in thousands of retirement planning sessions with middle and upper middle class Americans, people like you with their own unique fears and families and their own messes and their own successes. And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining the podcast this week. Are you ready to talk about social security? I had a question this week that I thought was a great question, thoughtful, and I think a moment to uh, be able to clarify some confusion around social security. I thought I want to to tell my wonderful listeners on my podcast about this uh, one aspect of social security that I think will help you out. Of course, in the Retire Confidently program, we spent quite a bit of time helping you make uh, informed and astute and financially beneficial decisions around Social Security. So make sure to check that out if you have not. So here's the question that this client asked me. He said, I keep getting conflicting information. Some people say that once I start Social Security, let's say I start at age 62 is what he was thinking about, that it never really increases, that I'm kind of locking in that payment. He said, but then other people say like, no, no, no. Social security goes up uh, each year. It goes up. And then, you know, and he kind of rattled off some different percentages or different numbers at different ages of, of how much it would increase. And he, he was like, so I'm not really sure like kind of how that works and which one is right. And so let me just answer that question. I think it is most helpful to think about once you start your social security, let's say you elect to start taking withdrawals from social security at age 62, you're going to retire and let's pretend for a second that you're not going to like work or work part-time or anything that you elect to start your social security at that point. I think it's, it's most beneficial in your mind to think of that as you are locking in that payment for the rest of your life. And that that's really going to be just this, this flat line of income for the rest of your life. I think that's, that's appropriate to think about it that way, because by working till age 63, your social security would increase or 64 or 65 or for retirement age, probably close to age 67 for most folks listening to this right now. Uh, Or if you wait from 67 to 68, there's an 8% increase to that Social Security amount up through age 70. So those those increases go away, generally speaking. So I think that's why I say it's most helpful or beneficial or I think accurate for you to think of it in terms of you're locking in that payment and it won't increase. So with that said, that's that side of the coin. The other side of the coin is that There's uh, just off the top of my head, three ways that your social security, after you start taking it and after you quote unquote, lock it in, then it actually does increase. And I want to walk you through off the top of my head. There's three of them that I can think of. And so I wanted to teach those to you just so that you're informed about how, how that system works. So the first way is the cost of living adjustment. 
the way that Social Security tries to help your Social Security payment somewhat keep pace with inflation. Social Security Administration, they look at the consumer price index. And so we get a, a inflationary number of the, the cost of, of living. And as it's high, which it has been the last couple of years, then they increase the Social Security payment that you're receiving to help offset the increased cost of living. So when you say, I'm, I'm starting my Social Security and it's never going to go up, it's mathematically incorrect because with a cost of living adjustment, then you actually do get more dollars that actually get deposited into your account. But the reason that I told you to think about it as once you start it, you're kind of locking in and that's going to be the consistent income that you have through your life is because that adjustment is only supposed to help mitigate the increased cost of living when we go through inflation. So although it is mathematically more dollars in your account, in all practicality, it's basically like that payment is, is the same. So I like them both. You won't offend me if you're like, no, 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 mathematically, like a cost of living adjustment increases that. Oh, like, good, I like it. But if you're like, so then, so then I can, you know, I can spend more, that's probably not accurate because if it's just helping cover the increase in the cost of living, then that's, that's not really additive to what you were doing the year before or the year before. And then the other I think thing to be aware of, let's call it a, a a caveat to that, whatever the consumer price index is, then we use that to give us an indication of inflation. And then Social Security gets adjusted up to help offset that inflation. That's true. But then there's another piece right there at the end. But then that increase gets adjusted down when the cost of your Medicare Part B premiums go up. Because after you're on Medicare, age 65, typically, unless you're still working, after you're on Medicare Part B, then they're going to be taking a premium from that from your Social Security payment. So let's say the cost of health care goes way up. And so that premium for your Medicare Part B has to go way up as well. What if it goes up more than your cost of living for that year? Where there's a rule that says your Social Security dollars that you're receiving can't go down. But there's not a rule that says that the increased cost of your Part B premium cannot totally offset the cost of living adjustment. And I don't, I don't think it's accurate to think that that's always going to happen. But there is a little bit where you actually do notice that, oh, I'm getting this much of a cost of living but then, oh, my healthcare premium went up and that comes out of my social security. So it does kind of reduce what you, the dollars you thought you were going to get based on the cost of living adjustment can get uh, reduced by the increased cost of the uh, Medicare premium that comes out of social security. So just something to be, to be aware of. But that's one way that it's more mathematically correct to say that that you do get increases in your social security, even after you like to start taking it. Here's another scenario that I, I could think of is once you start taking your social security, if you're before full retirement age, then 
there is a provision that if you earn too many wages, like from self-employment or from working uh, full-time or, or part-time, if you're before your full retirement age and you're, and you're taking, taking your Social Security benefits, then if your income gets too high, then Social Security actually starts to reduce the Social Security payment that you get. They don't like it when we call it a penalty, but it's kind of a working penalty before full retirement age, where if you're taking Social Security and you're working and your income gets too high off the top of my head, I want to say currently it's like $21,000. If you start to go over that, then they start to reduce the amount of Social Security that, that you'll receive. So that's a good rule to be aware of, and it's not very advantageous to do that because then at that point you are choosing, well, I'm, I'm basically starting my income at 62 instead of waiting till 63 or 4 or 5 or, uh, or 66 or full retirement age because those payments, if you would have waited one year, they would have gone up. And if you started younger and then earned too much, then then they're going to be uh, reduced away. You're not really going to get the benefit of that. Now, the reality is that they do factor into the calculation that those, let's call them those penalized dollars that they took away from you because you were younger than full retirement age working and earning too much. There is a part of the, the calculation that adds those back in. Some of those get added back in after you have reached full retirement age. So that would potentially look like, a, oh, I started here, I started working, and so then my Social Security payment actually went down because I, I, I earned too much. And then, oh, it came up after full retirement age once they run the calculation to kind of kind of add those back in. So that's one scenario where you could say, like, no, it did. It came, it came up. My, my Social Security increased. The other would be, let's say that you start taking your Social Security at full retirement age. Let's say that it's age 67 for you. You start taking your Social Security at age 67. So your full retirement age is based 100% on the year that you were born. And as we're getting closer and closer, then more and more folks, it's just going to be uh, age 67. This gentleman that I was talking to that asked me the question, uh, his full retirement age was age 66 and 10 months based on the, the year that he was born. So let, let's pretend that it's 67 and you decide, I'm going to start taking my social security. I've reached full retirement age and I'm going to keep working. Well, there's no earnings limitation after you reach full retirement age. So you keep working, you're getting your social security. You're not getting the normal increases. You're not getting those 8% bumps from 67 to 68 and from 68 to 69 and from 69 to age 70. You're not getting those 8% bumps because you've you've started your social security. You've quote unquote locked your social security in by starting at 67 and not waiting till 68 to get that 8% bump. But you're still working. And so you're still paying your social security premium tax. And in your employer, they're still paying their part of the social security premium tax. So that is additive to your social security. So you'll actually see your social security increase if you elect to start at full retirement age earn, obviously, the more you earn, the more social security tax you pay. So the more it increases your social security and you don't have to worry about the uh, the earnings limitation. So you could actually see some substantive increases in your social security. 
you'll have to decide if that's worth it. Or if you're working full time and making good income, then uh, maybe just wait another year and get that 8% increase on your social security. That's probably going to be more, more beneficial. But that is some fantastic information, if I may say so myself. For those of you that are thinking through this and trying to make astute decisions, you get it. Right now you're like, this is so helpful. Thank you for talking to me in plain language about how this works. So thanks for joining the podcast. As I've been thinking about my my summer plans, I'm really tempted to take a little time off from doing the podcast. But then when I jump back on and start again, you're going to want a reminder. So you know, oh, we got another podcast. So the, the way to make sure that you get any updates anytime I post or, or if I take a break and then come back is to make sure to subscribe. So that, that way there's an automatic email that can be sent out saying, hey, we're back in action. We've got a new podcast. So you won't miss any of this wonderful, wonderful information. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hey folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps. You're going to be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. Take advantage of it right now. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. Click sign up. Use the discount code PODCAST in all caps. And for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.